You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Oz Network for another double episode of The Amazing Race. No, we didn't miss a week. Well, the show did, but we didn't miss a week. We're just here to recap the intense two epic hours of The Amazing Race, or one hour if you stopped watching to watch the challenge, which is amazing. So everyone watched the challenge. Apparently, it's the best show ever. But we're here not to talk about the challenge. We're here to talk about The Amazing Race, double episode in two different countries, two different places, lots of fun challenges. Dinosaur costumes were up plenty. And there was a lot of interesting, but also boring stuff to get to. So let's get to it. I am your lovely host, Rossi, with my amazing guest. You know her. You love her. She sometimes doesn't remember the episodes, but that's okay. We still bring her on. It is lovely Kristen. Kristen, welcome. Thanks for having me back. (laughs) You missed last week. Any thoughts on what you missed? Do you remember it? Um, I mean, I was obviously excited about Eliza and Corinne going home, but... I don't know. It wasn't. It wasn't that exciting. I did, I actually enjoyed the uh, the way that ended with the whole thing <laughs> between them and Rachel and Alyssa because I obviously love Rachel and Alyssa, but I honestly don't remember anything else that happened. Do you respect Corinne and Eliza as women, as racers, as competitors? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's move on. Um, <laughs> so this time we have. Whoever many teams, I don't know, in in certain number of teams here, racing to United Arab Emirates are going to Dubai. They all get on the same flight. I honestly don't remember anything exciting happening in these bits, except the Afghanimals were going really crazy. They were like going insane. And then that was honestly the only thing I can remember from the beginning. And some teams were reminiscing about being there before and stuff, but not a whole lot. And then they get there, and then the one moment that I will say in this beginning, like crazy getting stuff, was when the one of the drivers was taking selfies with like one of the teams, like while driving, and I thought that was insane and crazy. And like, I guess they love the cameras there or whatever. I really think I must have missed the first like five minutes of this episode (laughs) because I don't remember any of these things happen. Like, I must have been getting a snack. Yeah, Kristen, you were too busy getting your tea. And dates, so you unfortunately missed the tea time ceremony in the middle of the desert. So I obviously cannot jump to you for any commentary about the tea ceremony because you missed it. But I will say it was one of those fun moments that you brought up earlier on the season where it's one of those very calm race, like, it's so beautiful to be here. Like, we love being in this country, all this kind of stuff. And then when the one of the guys tells them that their clue, where it is, they like immediately like throw everything and run to it. And it's just like back on the race intense scene. And it's just funny to see that play out twice this season. Yeah. I do always enjoy those moments. <laughs> like they're like, we love this tea. Just being here with you is so nice. And then they're like, the clue is there. And like, they like kick over tables and run past people. It was, it's a, fun, it was a funny moment. But the first official challenge of this episode was the detour, which was fall or find which, in my opinion, was, like, the best challenge of these two episodes. This was just so fun to watch them, where the fall was like, oh, you're going to be jumping off the building, but not actually. You just think you are. And then find was finding the eggs in the dinosaur costumes, which was very fun and to watch as well. And obviously, this is kind of where the point where we're starting to see the sisters, Rachel and Alyssa's storyline come out, where they're, like, going crazy. They're losing, getting lost. They're fighting with each other. They're, they're just having their moment. and. 
this is where the story builds that they're eventually going to be last team to check in. I felt like this was very obvious in the beginning. I don't know if you felt the same way. Um, I don't, I hate watching two episodes because I have no idea, like whether I was watching the first episode or the second episode, like when I'm thinking of things like, was this the episode where they got super lost going somewhere or is that the second episode? No, you're right. This one. Okay, because yeah, that was that was not a good luck. The per the cab driver. I kind of hate that cab drivers can have such an impact on the race, but I guess that's how things go. But yeah, it did seem I was just I had my fingers crossed for a non elimination leg. I knew that was the only hope at saving them. Yeah, and then they. One thing that was interesting is that since everyone expected the fall challenge to be like literally jumping off the building or like doing some sort of dangerous stunt that it would be so quick and easy to do, but it was actually the harder challenge, the more complicated one. And that was also like a part of their strategy, which in essence was really smart. Like, hey, there's all these teams here. Let's just jump over and switch. But that ended up also playing into their downfall because that was a hard challenge to do. And a lot of teams were not really aware of what they needed to do. Yeah, I didn't I didn't think that that was a terrible decision as it was happening. I was like, I guess that kind of makes sense that they thought they were going to take five minutes and jump off a building and be done. Uh, so I didn't think that was like, like sometimes when when teams switch, like that Chris and Brett went to that like dancing task before <laughs> they switched to the uh, whatever, like the fishing task thing. Um, like that was really, really dumb. And that was obviously dumb at the moment. This, I don't know if it was that dumb because I felt like it kind of made sense, but maybe that's just because I like Rachel. No, I definitely thought it was a smart decision. Like all of these teams are here. Like this could, it's like a, a search challenge, which could take forever. It really is dependent on like how the specific one goes, but like this could have been a long challenge. Fortunately, it was for them, it was the easier one, but it could have easily been a hard challenge. And I thought until they got, till Phil told us that it wasn't, or whoever said that it wasn't actually jumping off the building, I was like, that was a smart decision on their part. Like only two or three teams went to it. So it would have been really simple for them. But, yeah, I think the only reason that teams got pushed so far back into the pack was because it took them, what, like four or five times to complete a task. And obviously it was shown a lot quicker. I don't know how long doing that task five times takes, but it could have taken like an hour. I don't know. Yeah, it seemed like there was a lot of things that could have gone wrong there. Were you a fan of this like bait and switch challenge where like it's says it's going to or hints that it's going to be something, but it's actually something a little different. Like, were you a fan of how they work that out? Um, I don't love it, but it kind of just like throws in some like, like unknown into the race, which I, I kind of like that, that it's not like so straightforward as to what they're going to be doing. So people have to like, I mean, obviously it's screwed over my favorite team, which I didn't enjoy, but I feel like, sometimes like catching people off guard can be a good thing in a race like this. Yeah. I mean, I was definitely a fan of it. I mean, they've, I mean, how many times are they going to do like a jumping off a building challenge? Like I felt like this was a fun twist to like a crazy stunt. Like this is like, you're doing it, but in virtual and like, they didn't actually lie. They were still doing the things. It just didn't happen in real time. It happened fictionally or whatever you want to call it. Fictionally. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Not real. Virtually. (laughs) Shut up. Um, 
But and I like that there was more than just you got to get in and do it. You actually have to pay attention to what you were doing. Like there was questionnaire and everything, and you both had to get it. Like there was a lot of layers of complexity to it that made it fun to watch. And like the moment where uh, Rachel says, "Alyssa, you got to get it right this time," and Rachel's the one who's got it wrong every time. Yeah, like classic Rachel. <laughs> I, I really thought that this was going to be the kind of task that it took everybody like two shots to do that. Like they couldn't get it right on the first try and then everybody would know what they were looking for on the second try. But that clearly wasn't the case. Like, I don't know what was happening. I don't know if it made it a lot easier for us to understand because like the edit of the show showed us exactly what we were supposed to be looking at where they have like a whole process that like, like Leo and Jamal got confused with like, what the like controller thing like the the uh i don't know what that was but there was like how many antennae were there on the like controller thing and like i kind of understand how they could get confused about that because we were like showing exactly what we were supposed to be looking at where they had like that thing could have been what like 15 minutes for all we know that whole process and they didn't know what they were actually looking for so i think that helps the people at home but we don't realize how confusing it might be for the people who are actually doing it it's definitely handy on our end to have the like screen flash green or red when something's right or wrong yeah like like people are always calling people out for being so stupid on the race because like we're getting these like zoom in shots on like the right thing that they can't find but like they're not getting that so i kind of understand how that happens oh no i get it it was just so fun like i'm glad that like i love a challenge when people get it and people struggle like that's yeah i think that's what's good and so to see like Tyler and Corey and Colin and Christy get it relatively quickly. And then the other teams really struggle. Like that was mm-hmm. fun to watch. And then yeah, the other, I did love, I did love that the Afghanimals had it. Like one of them had it right on the first shot and they just like could not figure out what was going on. And then after they finished it, they're like, wait, I had the right answer from the first attempt. Like th- that's kind of surprising that he couldn't explain to the other one what had happened, but they were apparently just very confused. Yeah, it was a fun challenge. And the other side of the detour was also really fun. I loved it. Another stupid, amazing race thing. Let's get into these crazy costumes and do this challenge. <laughs> like finding these colored eggs. I just thought it was so fun. And then Janelle and Brittany putting the things in like some random trash can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wondered if that was a trash can. Yeah, I know. I love the challenge. I thought it was so fun to, to find the eggs and everything. And then all the stupid moments of Chris and Brett were like so funny when like, they're like, Chris is like yelling, hurry up, hurry up, run, Brett, run faster. And Brett's like, I'm trying. Like, just seeing the person who's like that motivator is always so fun. And these episodes really highlighted that for Janelle and Brittany, like Janelle really pulling Brittany along, trying to get her to do stuff and get her to move on, which is, it's just fun. And, and there wasn't a lot of, to the challenge, but it was just fun to watch. And I love the dinosaur costumes. I think that was just the best part. Yeah, it was it was a dumb, easy challenge, but having them in these like ridiculous costumes, like I don't even know how they do that. There's like there must be like air in them or something. So when they run, they're like bouncing (laughs) and like it's so ridiculous. And I did, although we all know I don't like team fun i did kind of appreciate that they were like in character the entire time and they're like running around roaring and, like, 
<laughs> like making sound attacks the entire time. Like they were never to, like all the other teams were yelling at each other and like talking about the, the actual race. <laughs> and they're just like making dinosaur noises for the entire challenge, which I did appreciate that. Yeah, that was so fun. There's like, Roar, found the egg, Roar. <laughs> it was so stupid, but it was so fun. Like that's, those are the kind of things that I love about Team Fun is that they'll just do something really stupid and they'll be like, we don't care. It's stupid. We're doing it. Yeah. And like that, that was fun to see them. And then we get the roadblock, which I also thought was really fun, despite the fact that we've done like so many dance and music based challenges this season. This is our third like music based one, I think, or fourth. It was still a fun challenge where they had to find the person listening to the Amazing Race theme at the silent disco. Mm-hmm. Like that was just a fun thing to do. And that there were some people who were listening to it, some people weren't. And it was just fun to see doing it. Um, a little surprised that some people got to do the challenge. Like, why did Brett, the non dance based person, get to do the music challenge? Yeah, I thought this was really difficult. Like, I don't know if I could figure that out. I didn't, even at the end of the challenge, like after everyone had finished it, like I still didn't really understand like how they could tell exactly that somebody was like dancing to the same song as them. Like, I don't know if the other people had like way faster songs or if they were like making eye contact. Like I didn't understand how they were able to figure that out, but it didn't seem that difficult. But the one time that I was like questioning it a little bit was, did you notice that the same guy was pulled like twice in a row, like the same raver? And I was like, hmm, that's questionable. I wonder if he just saw that guy get pulled over and then the team left. So they just went back to the same guy because it seems like you could have just done that. Yeah, it would have been interesting to see if they like changed the music for certain people. Yeah. So like if someone or like take them out of it, like if some guy was listening to the the right song and then once like someone found him he changes the song so he's no longer listening to the right thing so he's like eliminated or something yeah okay. it didn't seem like they did that though so it seems like it could have been easy to just like watch what the other people were doing if you had no idea what you were doing and there was some like questionable editing of the end of it too because i noticed immediately like granted they're not going to spend a lot of time for the last two teams but like that one of the Afghanimals and Rachel immediately got it. Like the first person that we saw them pull was right. And I was like, they either are somehow really lucky or they like cut out all the misses. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they were just rushing the episode at that point. Cause like, why do we need to see them repeatedly messing up? Like, I think they were more interested in showing Rachel in the cab on the way to pit stop. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one other really fun moment in this challenge was Brett's, which even got shout out in the following intro, but like Brett's just like standing there, not doing anything. And then Chris's like comment was like, literally, he's just picking the cute guys. That has nothing to do with the challenge. <laughs> and I was just like, I, I honestly thought that was really rude of the, um, the people who, like, whoever does the, uh, is it, does Phil do that? I don't even remember. Like, I cannot picture whose voice is in the previously on, but I, I think, I thought that was so mean that they were like, Brett, like it basically said that Brett, like completely messed up at that challenge. And they came in like third on that leg or something. So that was incredibly rude to Brett. Yeah. They love to hate on Chris and Brett in this season. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what it is. Phil's not a fan, I guess. Yeah. 
but yeah, so this was just the fun challenge. I thought the challenges were so fun. And then the end way that they kind of finish it off as a urban, zi- is this the urban zip line? Yes. Yes. The urban zip line uh, to fill at the pit stop, which I thought was fun, except once you're there, it's like you're already checked in. Like the order doesn't matter. It doesn't change. But I thought it was still a fun way to end the episode. We have to talk about the moment of all moments. <laughs> At the very end, when they're deciding who's going to be last, it's Rachel and Alyssa, or the Afghanimals, and Rachel is doing her monologue of, you know, it's just really fun to be on the race. I've done it twice with my hubby, and now I'm doing it with my sister, and I thought it was going to be just the spelling out of her being the last place team. And then meanwhile, the entire time, Alyssa's like, you never know, we could still make it. Alyssa, stop. Please don't. Like, we're not out yet. And it's just I throughout the entire time I was watching this, I was immediately thinking of like Kristen's probably loving this moment right now. Yeah, I saw a lot of people hating on this, and this was literally my favorite part of the entire season so far. Was just how they like were cutting from Rachel like crying, saying like the race is fun and good. It is. I love the amazing race, and then they like would cut to like the other teams like having fun, like zip lining, and then cut back to her, and she was just still going. And then and then Alyssa would tell her like, "Stop it, seriously!" And then they'd like cut to the other teams, and cut back to Rachel crying. Like I was cackling through this entire thing. Like I thought it was so funny. Like that is Rachel. That is why I love Rachel. As someone who's not a big fan of this team, I thought that was such a fun moment. And, like, the editing of it was great. Like, cutting in and out between Team Fun or whoever, like, ziplining, screaming, having a time of their life. Yeah. And then Rachel in the back of a taxi cab, like, losing it. And Alyssa's trying to pull the team together. Like, you never know. It's just... It was just so funny to watch. And a good way to... If this was their elimination, what a way to go. Like, I thought that would have been a fitting way to end the race. Yeah, I did think it was funny, though, that she was crying the entire time walking up to the mat, and then when Phil tells them that it's a non-elimination leg, Rachel just immediately, like, all the tears are gone, and she's just, like, so happy, and Alyssa starts crying. Like, like she was the one holding it together, and she, like, couldn't anymore. Yeah, when one is weak, the other is strong. Ah. Yeah, but it is a non-elimination link, and they were saved. They will be continuing on to the next episode, which happens in 10 minutes at the time of watching. Mm-hmm. Or in days later, if you were skipped over to watch the challenge. The challenge is the best show on TV right now. Everybody should be watching it. And that is your weekly plug for the challenge. <laughs> no need to talk about the teams in the finishing order, really, except I did think it was interesting to see that Chris and Brett came in second place despite bombing the roadblock, according to Phil. Yeah, that's really, really impressive. Like, I don't think anybody expected them to, like, four teams are gone. I think most people would have expected Chris and Brad to be out by now. Like, I think most people would look at Corinne and Eliza and Janelle and Brittany and maybe even Art and JJ and say that, like, they were stronger teams than Chris and Brett. So good for them. You don't think Rupert and Laura are the strong team? No. <laughs> Uh, we were saying last episode that like Jared and I were like, um, Chris and Brett are the last survivor team remaining. Yeah. And we're like, that's kind of crazy. That's the kind of, honestly, that's probably the last team I expected to still be remaining from that TV show. So, but anyway, 
we have another episode to recap. Episode six, uh, we have the non-elimination leg, which I thought at this point, like, we've had two. Like, we had non-elimination like elimination, non-elimination, elimination. Like, we have to be done with the non-eliminations at this point, right? Um, I don't know how many there usually are. I feel like they usually say, or they, did they used to say that back in the day, that they would say, like, this is the fourth and final non-elimination leg. Like, I feel like there's usually, what, three or four in a season? So we'll probably have one very close to the end, and I'm not sure if we'll have another one in between. I just felt like we had, like, even though we've only had two, I feel like it's been so many. Like, it's been, we've just eliminated the fourth team, and we were, like, six episodes deep. It just feels like so much. Yeah, it does. So that's why I was like, maybe we're done, or at very least we're done to, like, the final four random save, and then the actual last episode or something like that. Yeah, I'm trying to look at, like, the last season, and I honestly can't tell. It looks like there's only two non-elimination legs, but I don't know if that's possible. I don't know. They may want to put as many as they can in the season of, like, the former reality stars, so. Yeah, that's true. I mean, we had a reality star team win last season, so spoiler alert. Uh, So, so I don't know if that's something that they're just very interested in, like, promoting, if this is, like, their big season. Yeah, I guess they'd want to save them. Every leg is an elimination leg, and everyone's racing till the end. Yeah, I, I could go with that. That would be fun, like 11 teams in the final leg. But we're not here there, because they're eliminating people. We gotta move on. But this episode started on such a, not, like a dark note? I don't, I don't know how to put it otherwise, because like Tyler and Corey were expressing how like nervous they were to travel to Uganda and everything, and it just was such a low? I, don't, I, don't, I can't find the words to like explain like what, how it started, but it was just an intense start to have this be the story. Eventually it's going to result in them having their like, oh, like spiritual moment at the end when they win the leg. But it was just a very intense way to start the episode because that was literally the first thing that we heard. Yeah, I, I have to wonder if anything like this has been mentioned previously because I can't imagine that Uganda is like the only country that they travel to. Like, I personally don't know the laws in like every country that uh, the Amazing Race goes to, so I don't know like who is like putting people to death or putting people in jail or like you know all these like horrible things to uh, like LGBT plus uh, people that are there, but. I I have to imagine that this wasn't like the first time it was mentioned. I think maybe it was just mentioned here because it was like a full episode storyline for Tyler and Corey, like going from them being like scared to go there and unsure about how this is all going to work. And then for them to win the leg, like I, I have to imagine they only put this in there because it was part of the storyline. Yeah. I would have to, yeah, agree with that. Like there's definitely been situations like this before. Some people, even people like, just nervous to go to a country for whatever reason, like whether that's like because of laws or because of their own like prejudices or whatever. Like there's definitely been situations like this in the past. Yeah. And there's also a ton of countries that like are like against women and that women are treated poorly in these countries. And there's like always women on the race. So, I mean, (laughs) this stuff must come up all the time. They just, I guess don't choose to show it this way, but I kind of like that they brought a light to that, that like, 
as much as I, there's about half the country right now is not too happy with how things are going, but like things are a lot worse in some of these other countries for like minorities and women and stuff. Yeah, it was definitely nice to see it. Like as much as it was like an intense, like, wow, what a way to start the episode moment. Yeah. It was good to at least have it. Uh-huh. And I also thought it came up just because we've had like a, a very high gay quotient this season. They've got a lot of their reality casting is a little bit skewed in that yeah. direction, like a survivor season where there's like maybe one if lucky. So, and they're still all in the race. Like no one's been eliminated. Like, so maybe yeah. that had to play into, but it was, we will see this play out later on when they win and talk about it. But that is it for now. Um, we also get the other sort of storyline that'll pay out through the, the episode is the mom squad Alliance. <laughs> Which that worked out so well. <laughs> lasted an entire episode. Um, but I did think, I did like, I was like, oh, wow, we actually have a lot of moms on this season. That was like another fun surprise to learn about. Like, I didn't think about it beforehand, but like a lot of mothers on this season. Yeah. And I also really enjoy seeing women work together because that's a common theme in reality TV that like women don't team up or they'll team up for like one episode and then it falls apart because they just like can't get along. I mean, we've only seen that work out in like a couple of seasons on Survivor, like ever. So it's kind of nice to see like strong women actually working together instead of being opposed to the other people. Are there strong women uh, alliances and strategies on the challenge? <laughs> um, not really. <laughs> Oh, what not, a shame. They, don't, they don't have the same type of like strategy and alliances. Like there are alliances, but it's not like the same deal as like Survivor and Amazing Race doesn't really have alliances. So, well, um, watch the challenge is what I was getting at. Um, yes, watch the challenge. <laughs> but yeah, it was fun to see that uh, form, and then obviously it's going to pay out at the end when they're facing against each other in the final head-to-head challenge. Rest in peace, Mom Squad Alliance. <laughs> <laughs> Um, also, we talked about this earlier in the season, but when they told people after customs at the airports and they all run out, this was the scariest oh, ever. Yeah. This was like aggressive. Like there's this one woman sitting at the desk, like managing the taxis or whatever, and they bombard her and then they realize, oh, you're not helpful. And they ditch her and then they like start running down the street, yelling, pushing the guys that are there out of the way. It was terrifying and i'm sitting on my own couch watching this like yeah like i hope they warned these people that like you're gonna have what 12 14 americans come like running stampeding at you like i really hope they warned them because that was really scary like that's gonna save people what like five seconds like i didn't feel like like it's like uh in the like at the beginning of the race where they like force them to sprint to the task that's like five feet away just as like a look everybody's running like that's what this feels like because it's not i can't imagine that this is a big deal because people are going to get bad taxis people are going to have situations that like don't matter it's not like they're like lining up for something they're just getting in taxis and anything can happen from there so it seems completely unnecessary and very aggressive Especially in, like, I can't imagine that the Ugandan airport is big and there's all these people everywhere. It's not, like, a huge metropolitan city or something. Like, so it's not yeah, like I have no idea. I mean, 
as you know, we don't, you don't, you don't know the laws of the country. So maybe, maybe there's policies about that, but I just can't imagine that there's thousands of people there. There's probably like a few hundred and they're just like tackling through them all. It just was not a good look for no. these Americans. And then we get them kind of traveling to this mosque where they have to climb on the roof for whatever reason to get their clue. And this is the stupid Brett and Chris moment where they decide to just run up the tower. <laughs> and then they're like, write your number here. And they're like, shit, we're not supposed to be here. And then they have to go all the way back down to get their clue to learn that they have to count the steps of the, the, whatever the tower it was. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure that the guy who was up there, like taking the number laughed at them the second time they showed up. <laughs> like, oh, you guys are back. Glad you made it. You know, I, was, I was like, as a fan of Chris and Brett, I was like, no, don't do this with this like classic stupid race thing that they did. I was just, I, th- I thought it was fun to watch at least. And all the teams like quiet, quiet. Don't let them know we have the clue and everything it was classic, amazing race. Well, and it got overshadowed by a much stupider uh, decision or situation. So we'll get to that very shortly. Um, are we referencing Tyler and Corey or? No, we're referencing Janelle. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I was going to say, Tyler and Corey did something stupid too, where they're just like, we know the number and then run up the tower and write it down. And they're like, uh, wrong. Yeah. See, that could have been a smart tactic if they had, I'm assuming this is like a very like important tower in Uganda. So they saw it when they were buying plane tickets or hanging on the airport. So I'm assuming that's like, it seemed like a good idea where what Janelle did was just... <laughs> I, I don't even know how to explain that. Um, we also saw Rachel and Alyssa doing this multiple times because they apparently <laughs> cannot agree on how many steps are in this tower. And, and they even almost, at the end, they still didn't have the right number. Like, they kind of just guessed and then, like, erased the number and then put in the right number. And Like, they, they didn't know. Like, they didn't count the exact number correctly. They just kind of guessed from their wrong numbers what must be the right number. Yeah, they were, like, in it get it wrong a third time and Rachel's going to be so pissed. Yeah. I wonder if you could have tried it immediately again without actually going down and coming back up. Like you could have just, that's go- probably a rule that you probably have to go back down. Yeah. Cause it would have been fun if they were just like, can we try again and just do yeah. the next number that we said? But I thought it was like a surprisingly interesting challenge. Like as boring as this leg was the challenge, that was probably the more interesting challenge. Like I didn't think it would be that as interesting as it was, but it actually gave us some fun moments. Throughout. Yeah, it was fine. Now we get to the epic roadblock challenge of the Rolex. Uh, our teams have to cook an egg-based dish in the market. Um, but some teams were under the impression that they were searching for watches. <laughs> Much like Janelle, who spent over an hour looking for a Rolex watch. Uh-huh. But teams had to find the ingredients in the market, buy them. Traditional challenge we've seen on the race several times before, and then they cook the dish right there and they're right they're right they move on they move out if they're wrong they gotta do it again this felt like one of the challenges where if you got it right you were good like kind of like you got there you understood it you were good get out two things like one of the afghan animals got it wrong which was like the biggest and then till until janelle arrived and she thought that she was looking for watches yeah, this seemed to be an easier task. Like you didn't have to get it like exactly right because I mean, I saw some of those some people had tomatoes in there that were like an inch thick, which seems disgusting, but like they still went through. So it had to be like a mess, which is I guess what the F animals did. And poor Janelle suffering from like 
<laughs> what I call first time racer syndrome. Yeah. Of like just not stopping to read the clue. Cause like if she read the clue and saw that they needed to pick up an ingredient list, she would have rethought everything. Like, yeah, she was so confused. I felt so bad for her. But I, I felt worse for Brittany because Brittany's literally like standing there staring at the other people doing what they were supposed to. And she's like, I'm not allowed to say anything. <laughs> just like that must have been so hard for her to stand there for like an hour and just not be able to tell her like it's right there. This is like the surpassed Brett in the first episode. When he climbs up that ta- the Mount Fuji, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's just and Brett's like he, I can't say it. He the clue's right there, <laughs> but I can't say. It. Like this was even worse because yeah. she was searching forever, and like Brittany's like, or Janelle's like, I'm looking for a Rolex, and Brittany's like, it literally says Rolex right there, <laughs> and she's like, I cannot say anything. It was it was so sad, but like at the same time, like funny to watch, like. Yeah, um, I kind of hate that they got them eliminated, but because that was such a ridiculous mistake. Like, she must be looking back and be like, oh my God, how did I do that? Like, but I guess they used a word that means something different here. So they, it didn't make any sense to her. Yeah, I was just more confused how she didn't just like see the teams there because they weren't the only yeah, ones. They were right there. Like, it wasn't like they were alone. Like, all their other teams were still there when she arrived. So, like, yeah, I wouldn't. I was- I was wondering what was going to happen with Rachel and Melissa after they finished their speed bump and they just like walked right over and started cooking. I'm like, okay, I guess that this wasn't that difficult to find. It's not like they had to go like searching through the market. It was right there. And I honestly thought at one point when uh, Janelle walked up and saw Rachel and Alyssa doing their speed bump, that she was just going to automatically start doing it too. <laughs> like, cause you know, sometimes people are like really confused and they just do the challenge without realizing what they're doing. Yeah. And like, I thought this was going to be one of those moments. And I was like, no, that would have been funny. <laughs> I was like, please don't do the laundry. <laughs> Speaking of laundry, uh, we had Rachel and Melissa did their speed bump. Uh, what were your thoughts on the laundry task? I have no thoughts. I mean, it was boring. <laughs> I, I kind of like that they're putting the task like on the race, like how Chris and Brett had to like fill something up at one place and then bring it to where the next task was instead of like making them go completely out of the way to the point where the person has no chance, like that team has no chance of staying in the race. So that's kind of the only thing I appreciate about that. Yeah. It was a, like the challenge was boring, like, but it was like a fine challenge and Phil sold it way. It was like going to be way harder than it actually was. He's like, good luck finding hanging room in this market. And yeah, like, that wasn't a problem. And they're like, literally look up and it's empty in front of them. And I'm like, okay, thanks for that red herring or like, yeah, so stupid, but they're still in it. They still had a chance, even though they were second to last to this day. Um, but we also got a detour this episode, a lot of challenges this episode, the salty roll or move the pole, which stupid names, but, um, and boring challenges move wood to a stack and stack it or put salt on fish. I thought these were so boring. Like, Compared to last episode, which was literally like like an hour ago, which were the challenges were so epic, so amazing, fun to watch, like stupid dinosaur costumes and like virtual reality, like mishap. Like this was just so sad, so boring. And like no one had like any personality. Like the chat, like they're making a big deal about it. This stick lady. Ooh, she's dramatic. And then like, which one's a mom? Like, it was just, yeah, I didn't like it. Yeah, there was honestly like, 
I can't even think of a single moment that was interesting. Like, I thought it was funny how at the very beginning, like, what team was it? Was it Colin Christie that, like, put, like, one set of logs on it? And then they're like, come check, come check. And she's like, um, it needs to come all the way up here. Like, that they just completely misunderstood the challenge. But, like, nothing happened. Like, neither of these were exciting at all. The one thing that I will say came out of it is that there was a big issue between Colin and Christy, like they really had like a one like major mishap where the bike almost like, like fell over and all the logs rolled out. Yeah. And like, he's like season five, Colin would have lost it, (laughs) but I'm the new Colin. And I didn't like, that was the one thing that came out of it, which is interesting to see. Yeah. And like, wow, he really is no longer going to lose it. So like, sorry, uh, fans of Colin and Christy old school, they're not going to come back. Yeah, I mean, as as hard, as shitty as it is to like not get that excitement, it's also just so good and healthy for their relationship. So, like, good for them. I'm I'm happy for them that because I mean, people probably assumed that they were still the same, and that it was like, why is Christy still with him? Like, that's what I thought when I watched the season much after it aired originally, because uh, I found out they were still together, and I was surprised. But I guess this is why. I guess, you know, people do change. Yeah, there was like a weird... I don't remember where this was in either of these two episodes, but there was one moment where they cut to them and the Colin and Christine in like a taxi. And like, Christy's like talking about something and you could just see Colin's eyes closed and he's like meditating in the cab. <laughs> and just like, that would yeah, not... Yeah, he, he gets a lot of like zen music playing. <laughs> like, that would not fly in like season five. This is definitely yeah. a new man. And this is at the point where I actually learned that Janelle and Brittany actually still had a chance, despite the fact that I assumed they were going to be eliminated. Like, when we learned that there is a final challenge, the head-to-head, which we all loved from whatever season they put them on, last se- no, two seasons ago, whatever it was, where they have to compete to stack the baskets or whatever they were, bu- drums? Were they, they were drums, I think? Yeah. On top of the the poles, and you have to, you can only move them, whatever. I like the challenge. Um, I thought it was fun, like, to see a head-to-head again like it's been a while i feel like uh-huh. maybe it hasn't maybe i'm forgetting the seasons but i I just thought it was well, fun. like the challenge was fine hasn't it been like over a year since the amazing race is even on so it's definitely been a while like regardless of even if it was last season <laughs> like it still has i think it was last season because i remember henry and evan in that like fry challenge or something they had to like push some cart do you remember this Yes, I remember the French fry outfits. Yeah, um, so that was, I think, last season, but it was, like, over a year ago at this point, so it just feels like a really long time. I mean, I thought it was fun. I thought that the, kind of, the title cards of, like, Tyler versus Chris, or whatever whatever it was, was, Uh like, a fun thing, and then the whole time Phil's commentating over it was just so great. Yeah, I think my biggest problem with this is I don't really like the head-to-head in general, because... The fact that somebody could finish like literally 15 hours after you and they could somehow get through bothers me, but I guess nothing like that has happened. Like, you know, somebody could show up like the next day and compete and win just kind of rubs me the wrong way. But I didn't mind this one at all. I kind of liked that it was an easier challenge where doing it more than once kind of helped you learn what you were doing. So it didn't completely mess with the order that much. It just showed like who could figure it out on their first shot versus not but i don't feel like the order changed a lot yeah it didn't change much i I didn't remember 
the order that people arrived or anything, but it felt like it was very simple. I may think maybe one team swapped. Yeah, it was a fun challenge. I think something that we've talked about in the past, like I know Jared's mentioned it for sure, but like the head to head or face off in the Canada version is just like a fun challenge, but it just shouldn't be the last thing they do. Yeah. Like if it was I, yeah, early, I, I hate that the, they just run right over to Phil after that. Cause it gives you no chance to make time up. Yeah. It's like, it, it kind of, it seals the fate of whoever can't do the challenge. Like if, if, if it's not up your alley, you're out kind of thing, Yeah, which is unfortunate, but I thought yeah. the challenge was fine this time. Mm-hmm. And then we kind of get the resolve of our two major storylines with Tyler and Corey coming in first. They said they wanted to win first and they did. And they were so happy and proud and blah, 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 blah. Sad stuff, sappy stuff, sappy stuff. And the other storyline of mom squad facing off in the final challenge. And then they were so sad. They loved each other. They gave a hug and they ran to feel all at the same time and more sappy stuff. Yep. And that was the race. No one, no one cried and ran off and said, I hate those girls. <laughs> um, so not as fun as the last elimination was, but I know you don't like going through the teams, so we won't go through all the teams. Um, but just j- any general thoughts on anything moving forward, how you feel about people's chances, how you think they've gone so far, who's next to go, kind of general thoughts on that? Yeah, I have a few things. I think that Ooh. the top three teams here might be like the strongest teams. Like I could see Tyler and Corey, Colin and Christy and Nicole and Victor being like the three final teams. Like Leo and Jamal were ahead at the beginning and Becca and Floyd were ahead for a few legs. But like, these are the teams that kind of stick out to me. I was like, I could really see them being the top three teams. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how you feel about that. That seems fair. Um, Tyler and Corey has been the biggest like struggle. They've like, built up i feel like colin and christine and nicole and victor they started super strong and they've yeah. stayed that i think tyler and Corey's the one team that could just because they haven't this is their first win they have i mean like but they have yet to build strong like they've just kind of come on as a strong team yeah um, that's fair um my second thing was actually something that's kind of from outside of the show but I, I found this video on YouTube that it's like a literal, it's like 37 minutes. Um, that's like the best of Colin and Christy from season five. And of course I, like I was watching it to see like the, like the contrast between how they are now and how they were then. And of course I see all the horrible verbal abuse that's going on, but something else that struck me as like, I, I got to see it with new eyes almost because I, when I watched it the first time I was like, wow, this is, like, uncomfortable to watch. Like, he's always screaming. But one thing that was really, really interesting to me was seeing how well they dealt with the airport stuff that they don't get to do now because they aren't really finding their own flights anymore. But back in the day, they had to, like, find their own flights. And, like, every single time, Colin would somehow, like, talk his way into getting an earlier flight and, like, they would be ahead of everyone. Like, it was really impressive to watch. Like, it was, I was totally worth watching this video. Just, like, I wouldn't watch the whole thing, but I kind of skipped around. And, like, as much as I didn't like him, which I guess a lot of people did, but I didn't like him that season. I thought he was cool. But looking back now, he was actually so good at this game. And I wonder if it's hurting them that they don't have that aspect of the race to deal with. Like they just have the, you know, physical and mental challenges. 
I mean, they've been doing really well so far. Yeah. Like I, like my immediate, like one thought is like, it's actually a relief that they don't have to do it. It's like one less thing they have to worry about. Like they're less stressed or whatever. Yeah, maybe. I, you they could, were just so good at it. Like I was so impressed that like, I mean, they, they, I don't know how many people remember, but they like messed up with that stuff at the end. And it's kind of how it screwed them over into not winning. But I don't know. I just, it was really, really cool to watch that and how he kind of could talk his way into anything. Uh, maybe you can fact check me. What uh, since you're on Wikipedia? Um, what is there? What? I'm on Wikipedia. Um, I mean, no, you know the episode very well. Um, <laughs> could you tell us what their current places have been? Like what Colin in this race? Like what they've gotten um, so far on this season? They were second, fourth, third, first, third, and second. So they have not even fallen below fourth place, which. I'm looking and I believe every other team has. Yeah. So they're like rock sitting. So like, even though that's not a shame that they can't flex the best muscle they possibly have, like they've still been killing it. Yeah. They're really, really good. Which is good to see. It's not super exciting. Yeah. Not exciting, but it's it's great to see like a team from way back in amazing race history can come back and actually like do really well. Like they're not that impacted by the new format or anything like that. Yeah, and that they're in, like, great shape and, like, that they're still in great shape. Because that was, what, like, 15 years ago? Like, that was a long time ago. Like, I mean, it doesn't work for us because we're younger. So you can't say, like, how were we 15 years ago? But, like, at that <laughs> age, a lot of people are not not so physically uh, inclined 15 years after doing something like this. So that's, that's great for them. I, I wish that they were a little bit more exciting on the race, but... I am still rooting for them in some capacity. Yeah, they're they're great. I, yeah, like you said, boring, but so like you just want to watch them. They're just mm-hmm. interesting. Is that all, then, uh, Kristen's my, th- team thoughts? <laughs> my final thought was oh. just like at the end of this last episode, I was like, Rachel and Lewis are done, right? Like they have to be the next team out. Like they they came in last. They came in second to last. They came in second to last. Like they are just right there at the bottom like do you see them making it through another episode or two no i'm like i was yeah they were just they're building it because they came in second to last when corinne and eliza were eliminated mm-hmm. then they were last second like they're they can't be long for the race unless they get really lucky in a leg where the challenges are just like made for them or something like i don't think there's much of a shot yeah they're not going to be hashtag blessed too much longer <laughs> Uh, yeah, they, I feel like them and the Afghanimals have their like stock has really dipped. Oh yeah, very they low. looked the Afghanimals looked so good those first like three or four legs, I think maybe three, and not so good anymore. They, I, I don't think that they have it in them to even make it to the top three. Yeah, those are the teams like most in danger. I would say next. Yeah, next few episodes, like everyone else seems like fairly decent, like. Unless it goes horribly wrong, like, they're fine, I feel like. How would you feel about playing the game where we rate the episode? Um, We have multiple options because you like to add different ways of (laughs) reacting to it. So we'll do two, since it's two episodes, we'll do two episodes. The first one that you remembered very well, would you buy, rent, bin, illegally stream, steal from someone, or um, (laughs) whatever you're going to add? Um... I don't know. 
know, I thought this episode was fine. Like, I would probably just give it like a straight up rent. Like, it's not, it's not great, but it's it was much better than the second one. Agree. Um, but I really loved it, so I'm gonna buy the first one, episode five. I'm gonna buy because the dinosaur costumes, the virtual reality, it was fun. I loved it. Um, and the second one, what will you do? I mean, I hate to like bin anything, like. I would, I would probably at stream it, right? It's <laughs> like, I don't want to miss any of the episodes. <laughs> no, this is just on a rewatch. You've already watched it. Yeah, I know. But if I was going to go back, I wouldn't like be like, oh, let me just skip this episode. So I would just illegally stream it. Okay. Um... Honestly, I have all the episodes on Amazon Prime, though, so it's no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, like you, will illegally stream it uh, even though i can watch on amazon prime or whatever if i wanted to or, or instead like i'll watch the ch- all of these irrelevant things the challenge amazon prime you know instead of actually i'm not I'm gonna i'm gonna take my back my legal stream back i'm gonna watch the challenge instead there you go that's what that's what Good i'm gonna choice. tell colin um, that is actually what i did so that is that is the right choice yes and you picked the right episode to do it on i did all right, so that's our rankings of the episodes, as messed up as they were. <laughs> but we have to look at our preseason predictions because we finally had an eliminated team. Oh, no. We have to see where Janelle and Brittany fall. I'm going to start with you since you seem very yeah, I excited. I them real high. Um, you would be very correct. You put them in fourth place. Yeah. And you are the furthest off, I will say. Shocking. Uh, because Colin said that they would finish in seventh, and he was one off. However... Both Jared and myself said they would finish in eighth place, which they did. Wow. So I, 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 like you, was very shocked to have gotten it right. So we both get the point for that. Total tally is Jared with two, you with one, Colin with one, me with two. So it's still anybody's game. Looking forward to next week in seventh place, um, I put Art and JJ. <laughs> so uh, happening. Colin had Janelle and Brittany. Unfortunately, can't do that. Uh, you have Nicole and Victor coming in. Oh, that's not going to Seventh place. And Jared has Corinne and Eliza coming in seventh place. So all very accurate. Uh-huh. Just as a reminder, this was like how I liked the teams, <laughs> not how I actually thought they would do. So, I mean, you know, I didn't even know who Nicole and Victor were. So that, I think that's fair. I will say right in, your, in, the middle there. in your defense... You do have Tyler and Corey and Colin and Christy in your top three. Okay. So even though you okay. did it based on like liking, uh, likability, you uh, still have two strong teams in your top three. And Rachel and Melissa, but... <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> but that is it, and I think that will do it for us. Thank you so much for joining me on this late double episode. Thanks for inviting me back. Yes, we missed you so much. We had to have you back. Of course. Uh, we could not move on. We had the epic current Eliza, Rachel and Alyssa feud, and you weren't even there to talk about it. Yeah, I was on vacation. But we will be back next week with another exciting episode of The Amazing Race, if it airs. I don't think there's a Survivor finale on next Wednesday, so I think we'll be good. And maybe we'll see Rachel and Alyssa finally get eliminated. Who knows? But no. We will be very sad, but we will move on. Yep, that's it. Goodbye. Listen, download, buy, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> oh, what's that? <laughs>
Thank you for listening to the Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net.